Jessica, Mariam, Amber, Leah, your girl Noelle, and I'm Joy, and we are the Ladies of Misperceptions. Of course, I press record while we're doing this. But anyway, uh, wait, is it really recording? Oh, it is. Oh. Yes. Um, all right. Well, so I guess we're starting the way that we always do because it's always a surprise for some reason. Uh, we're back here for episode 11. Um, talking about backsliding. So this should be fun. We're here with uh, some of the cast members of... Uh, cast members <laughs> our male voices perceptions we got daryl and jamal out here what's going on man y'all just that mad week <laughs> no derek tonight which we're upset about but it's all good we handle it. business <laughs> um all right so we're gonna start off while we do every segment we were literally just talking about um, some quarantine updates um, with uh, Leah and Amber talking about plants and Leah ran around her house thinking we're going to all see this plant and it's in my car <laughs> because, because I'm gifting it and the truth is I really want to keep it so if I bring it in the house it's not going to make it to the person that I'm gifting it to so it's in my car but I'm just saying, like, what was the... What'd she say? I mean, is it going to survive at all? Because, you know, <laughs> temperatures and... Um, yeah, it should. I watered it, and I think it's going to be fine. I have faith. <laughs> so, it's like, the water's not going to leak into your car or anything? Nope. The I, I double-checked I double it. I, I put it I mean, down. It's time for the water to seep through. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine I mean I'm mad that like she ran around the whole house and now she's telling us it's fine so I'm I'm a little confused it's fine okay okay it's supposed to get cold tonight so <laughs> so I'm supposed to bring it in and keep it I mean you don't want it to get like killed by frost or anything y'all just want to see it I'm gonna bring it in <laughs> I'm bring it in <laughs> Y'all see how they be bullying me? I, I'm happy that the world can get a picture. It mean getting a bully, though? <laughs> it wasn't. Bully's a, bully's a pretty strong word. Exactly. That's not being a bully. What would y'all call it? A concerned citizen. <laughs> yeah, yeah she, right. con, she is concerned for the recipient of your... Yeah, you don't want to give them a, a plant that's like half dead just Ooh. because you decided to leave it in the car. During a cold front, it's not gonna bear no fruit or the right one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whatever, y'all. I'm bring it in. <laughs> oh lord. Uh, other than that, Ali, I did see that you updated everyone that you're still juicing. Yes, guys, I'm still juicing. I'm still going strong. I still love it. And um, that's all I got. So, so what, 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 what juice flavor did you make for, for today? Tell the people. So I did pineapple, orange, and ginger. Mm. It was, um, I think I'm getting better and better. <clears throat> it's, it's, it was pretty good. 
Exactly. I just got one of those uh, Ninja blenders, and it came with like a recipe book with a whole bunch of juices. Come on, listen. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's get it. Oh, so Daryl, you about to be juicing too? Uh, I've done it before a little bit, but sometimes I just get the um, the Boathouse Farms uh, green juice. I just drink oh. that. Oh, I lazy juicing already done. So that's how I started off. Now look at me. Yeah. <laughs> can't knock the start, right? I can't, can't knock it. <laughs> uh, Amber brought some new plants. Yes, I did. And then my sister brought me some pineapple plants. I have three now. So oh, wow. it's going to grow, hopefully, into a pineapple. And Whoa. maybe then Leah could juice it. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, we got a whole like farmer's market over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Noelle has finally got some fried chicken with sides. Yes. Mm. It was delicious. Burnt my mouth. <laughs> it was good. Small price to pay. Small price. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jamal's in his man cave of a car. Yep. <laughs> but the kids are still still messing with him. They found me. <laughs> oh, I was like, wait, what was that? Someone got a phone call? I know, right? Oh no. So guys, for our segment, we're just gonna talk about um between this state re- states reopening and we're gonna start off with this versus battle that everybody is super excited about. Erica Badu versus Jill Scott. Who do y'all got? Badu. Mm. Mm. I'm with Jill. Mm. Mm. Okay. It's, it's going to be a good That's one. A hard one. That's hard. I feel like Jill Scott got slightly more commercial songs, but I don't know. Who, who hits his soul more? <laughs> You know what? Come it's on with the harmonizing. Right. <laughs> Joy, I will sing that whole song with you right now. <laughs> oh. You know what, Noelle? You may sing for us in a minute. You may break out the song. <laughs> There's going to be a good battle. I love them both. Mm-hmm. I was thoroughly surprised when it came out. I was like, uh-oh. This is, this is a nice way to start off the females of... Uh, the hip hop and R&B world. This is amazing. I'm excited. Jess, who you got? I don't know. I'm just there for the pure entertainment of it. <laughs> I, I, I personally want to see what's going to happen because we like Erica Badu. Like, I just want to see what they're like. What is it going to look like? Like, I, I just really want to see that. I, I don't even care about the songs. I just feel like they're so like theatrical. I think it's gonna. I I, I just I'm just gonna be there for the ambiance. Like I, I just that's all I want. And Badu is gonna bring it to you. Listen, when you when you said who hits your soul, because I was torn, and I was like, mm-hmm. I think I'm going with Badu. It just. I she <laughs> actually did perform from like her living room since the quarantine happened, and it was amazing. So I know she's gonna put on a good show. She like had all like her people there. Was it her that was charging people for that though? I didn't pay for it. I don't know. Oh, okay. I can't remember who it was that was charging people. I don't know for what it. she had going on. She was like, I ain't pay for it. I don't know. But I know like Jill Scott apparently is a really good like actual performer performer. She is. Yeah. Like, I will cry. 
just watching this versus. <laughs> her live shows are crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, I, I never seen Badu live, but I assume it's the same. And they're both full of personality. So it's just going to be fun. I just remember uh, uh, Erica Badu's unplugged for the most part. Like, or what, they, would, they would show like pieces of that on VH1 Soul a lot back hmm. in the day. She, she got perform- I mean, Jill Scott, she got that power, though. Unplugged was awesome. Wasn't it, though? Was it VH1 or MTV? That was MTV. But it was great. <clears throat> mm. oh. I think my favorite is probably Alicia Keys. When she did. Oh, yeah. I have, the, I have the CD of that, actually. Alicia Keys was good. Y'all know who I'm going to say. But, like, who would, they, who would she go up against, though? Who, Alicia Keys? Yeah. Because that would be the question is like, who has. To make like, it real petty, make it go up against NDIRE or something. What? No. <laughs> in the same lane. I was going to say, they're yeah. definitely not. Remember when they was at the, they got nominated at the same time at the Grammys and then Alicia Keys just won them all? Oh. I remember that. I don't. Yeah, that, that's that. why I said that. No, See, I'm thinking watch, about that. I don't that. watch award shows, so I don't. Yeah, I don't that was, I mean, that was when Alicia Keys first came out. But. I was going to say, is that when she like won like five Grammys at that one? Yeah, time? when she came out um, with Fallen no, and all those songs. phone that's vibrating. Y'all popping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only because they're going to hear it like all throughout this episode. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know who who would go up against Alicia. I I really don't know. Like I can't think of somebody that's like similar to her that I would be like, yeah, I can vibe with it. But mm. who do you have, Amber? Are you going Philly on this one? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I can't decide. <laughs> I love them both. It's a tough decision. It is. I don't know. I can't beat team anybody right now. I don't yeah. know. So I, I want to see them do Mary, but I don't know who they would put up against Mary. Yeah, I'm just Ooh. waiting. I'm waiting for Mary. The- As in Mary J. Blige? Yes. I need faith. I need Mary and Faith. I thought about Ooh. it, but I feel like Mary has a bigger um catalog. Yeah, he so definitely too. does because Faith was. I feel like Faith stopped for like after what her last biggest hit and that was it and then mary just kept going she just kept getting hit she still got stuff coming out right i mean i mean i mean the only other person that would be relevant is like mariah but right no she is not even gonna participate she's too much of a diva yeah, yeah, <laughs> she would not. She was like, nobody can touch me. So, what's the point? You <laughs> can't even walk across the street, okay? <laughs> Did y'all see that one? Um, was it uh, it was like a video of her, like, legitimately sitting, like, yes, <laughs> like squatting in this, like, super tight black dress, yes. like, playing with her fans. Like, I was like, what? my legs was hurting just looking at her, right. <laughs> Like I could barely do one squat, <laughs> let alone hold it for thirty-five minutes. Signing <laughs> autographs, right? Singing at the same time. Like who does that? <laughs> I don't know, y'all. Well, I'm excited for it next. I think it's next Saturday. I said. I think it's the ninth. But I'm excited. So we'll we'll hopefully have like an update of what it what it what it was like, what it did for us. 
Hopefully they won't break the internet. I think they will. Because <laughs> I was pissed with uh, Babyface and uh, Teddy Riley. I had to watch someone else's live. <laughs> but I, I feel like... I feel like because uh, they're taking so long with, like, from the announcement, because, like, usually the announcement happens, and then, like, two or three days later, it happens. Yeah. So I feel like because they're taking this long with it, I'm hoping that, like... They get the kinks out. Yeah, they're going to get it together, and, like... Everybody know. learning from that last <laughs> Yeah, they're really learning from that, because they really like, We don't want to do that. Yeah, we, we, they want to get the numbers, really, technically, so... I don't know. We'll see what happens. So I'm excited about that. Now, some of these states are reopening, guys. Yeah. How are we feeling about that? Stupid. Mm. Yeah. Go ahead, Miriam. Miriam's like, mm-mm. Um, people aren't going to act responsibly. I mean, just yesterday, all they did was open parks for a little bit. And I mean, I shouldn't talk. I was out there, but, you know, I kept my <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. I kept my distance and I made sure that like whoever like the friend that was with me we were both quarantined for a month so we haven't seen people for like a month but, oh so y'all just didn't know how to act <laughs> but I know people were like all over the place they were all in, in families and in groups and and my parents went out and they told me where they went was crowded jam-packed crowded it's crazy and this is just one day one day. Nah, I'm not looking forward to that. I don't know. I know I saw like online a friend of mine was showing like I guess the uh the New York or well, the Jersey side like sky I don't want to say skyline like the river whatever and she was like there's nobody that is socially distancing there's only 15 people with masks on. She's like, yeah, this quarantine and opening back up is not going to be great. So I was like, oh, Lord. <clears throat> Give people an inch and they try to run two miles with it. Yes. Yep. Two miles without a mask. Seriously. In this case, give them 75 seven degrees. Months, another seven months. <laughs> exactly. I saw so many stories of parties. Mm -hmm. Parties? Parties. People were having people on their deck. They were throwing birthday parties. Like, oh, like local people, too. I'm like, oh, y'all crazy, crazy. <laughs> Ah. The weirdest thing, I was driving through Asbury and I saw people with like, it was like four or five dudes. They had swim shorts on, no shirt, and a girl and like a baby suit. I'm like, okay, it's 73 degrees. It's not that hot yet. But it would just, it seemed like everybody's so excited just to come outside. So, mm -hmm. so you walk care. outside when the first thing you wear in Corona world is a swimsuit? Like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Crazy. How does that work? All that I mean, went out the window yesterday and today too. And that's what's gonna happen. All this nice weather that's about to hit, and people just not gonna know how to act. Nope. All right, it's gonna mess out. It's gonna be like the Spanish flu all over again. Oh, we're gonna try not to call these things into atmosphere. We're gonna hope that people. Yeah, because the Spanish flu is what two years? Nah, know how to act right. I can't do two years. Nah. Wait, fill me in. What happened with the Spanish flu? <laughs> that was like two years where every, like the it just ravaged through the entire world yeah and, and it had like a lot more deaths um as far as, it was more deadly at that point in time and it, it's it was highly contagious just like 
Corona is. Mm. Um, that's why they, I think that they compare this to the Spanish flu more than anything else because of its severity. Um, so yeah. And then on top of that, they didn't have the medicine like we do have today and the mm. quickness of drugs and stuff like that. So yeah, this, this shall be interesting. Very yes, interesting. So be safe, people. Be wise. Don't don't be don't be doing too much out here. Well, let's get extra stuff. Smarten up. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm not playing. She not <laughs> at all. <laughs> Felt that. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So we're gonna get into our topic. And it's an interesting one. Um, and it's about backsliding. Now, backsliding could be thought of in so many different aspects. Um, but I guess you can say in a Christian perspective, um, backsliding is where we s- we're going on our Christian journey and then there's certain things that happen and then it's like one thing leads to another and we find ourselves not on our Christian journey as we were before. If we, um, some people say from going into a more sinful nature. Um, so last episode we talked about, um, well, our, what is Christianity? We talked about a whole bunch of words. Um, and this word is, in my opinion, is something that needs to be explained in its own episode because um, it's a very complex episode um, and a complex thought process. Um, and in my opinion, it can take people away from God in a, in a sense um, for good because they think that they can't recover from it. So I ask our lovely people here today a whole bunch of questions because y'all know I, I come with the questions. And this is just what I do. These are just wonders in my brain. So um, we're going to start with what is backsliding in anyone's thought process? And like I said, full disclaimer, this is not sound doctrine. This is not like we're not pastors. We're not ministers or anything like that. This is just our perspective. So full disclaimer, guys. Just want to make sure I put that out there again. I so, think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Leah. <laughs> I think anything that um, like takes you away from God and like your your walk with Him. I think sometimes people try to make it like deep, but I think it could be anything that takes you away from like your walk with God and you're no longer close with him. And like you said, um, I think it's hard sometimes getting back to God Mm -hmm. because now like you, it's like you backslidden, but it's like, okay, now how do I get close to God again? Like now, like, do I, do I pray? Is he going to hear me? You know, like it's all those questions that you have. So it's like a, like a domino effect, I think. But I think that it's anything that takes you away from Okay. Anyone else? I was going to say, um, <clears throat> I remember growing up thinking about it. I used to think 
the second you like send, like you get saved and you send, I thought that was automatically backsliding, but having a better understanding of like what Leo was saying is like you, it's basically like you're turning away from God, basically. So any anything that causes you to do that, because sometimes you're gonna sin, you're gonna mess up, but like you're not, you're not necessarily turning completely away from God, but the backsliding would be basically turning your back. Okay. I had like a, like a, I, I looked it up because that's just how my brain works. Um, but I have one definition as the action of relapsing into bad ways or error. So anyone else? No? Wait, can I just add to it since you looked it up? So, um, <laughs> no, because it just, it just made my mind like. It like, jogged your mind? Yeah. So when I think about it, I. I think about it like, I guess, like in my head, we can only go two directions. We're either getting closer to God or we're moving away from God. Mm. And so you said that word relapse, it just made me like just a, maybe just a different way for the people to kind of understand it. Okay. So we just move it in one or two, one or two directions. Basically. I, yeah. We're either getting closer or further away all right we got this offer and play out okay right now so every time i thought of backsliding i thought of when you're playing like sonic or mario and you're playing your little game <laughs> and you fall off the cliff come on joy <laughs> and it brings you back <laughs> to a, a, a separate point in the game that you already passed that's how i always thought of backsliding that's good. That's yeah, was that Mario? You've been one spot in drink you all. <laughs> I had it in my mind when you were saying it. That's hilarious. That was my visualization for what backsliding. That's 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 good. I like I like that. Come on, pass that off and play up, Julia. <laughs> here, Joy. Here, here. Got it. <laughs> all right. So Adam, we have like a semblance of what that what it is. Um. How do you guys think that it can occur? So that question came because I, I guess you can say I'm going along the lines of, um, I guess you could say Joy's depiction um, where you're, I guess you could say you're on a, a pathway going, I guess you could say to your end, and, I won't say your end, but your finish line of wherever you are in that season. And then as you're going along that, those that journey there are certain trials and tribulations that's something we talked about um and what is christianity um that happens in which um can either stop us pull us back or propel us forward um and the word that came to mind was temptation um a lot of it as far as what would move you, I guess you can say backwards or keep you standing still where there is no movement at all. Um, but in a sense of backsliding, it would bring you back to ways that um, were sinful in nature. So anyone else? Um, or you want, to add, you want us to add on to what else could be besides tem temptation? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I was, well, this is, uh kind of close to home that i'm thinking about it um i had like a tragic situation in my family that happened last night uh with one of my cousins but um i think sometimes tragedy can cause you to backslide as well because you might you might start 
the question, God, mm. did these things happen to me? And uh, you hear stories like that all the time, people turning away from God because of some type of uh, tragedy. That's good. That's really good. Anything else? I think sometimes it's also a, a, a pride thing. Mm. Um, like you might, somebody might think, oh, I, got, I can control this. I don't need to, I can be around, you know, whatever it was, like say it's alcohol. I can, I can control it. I don't, I don't need it. I don't have to, I can be around it and be cool. And then all of a sudden, oh, it's just one little sip. Mm. And then that one little sip leads to a shot. Then it's a whole bottle. And then it's a, heck, a keg. So <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it might be a pride thing that people think that they have control over something that they really don't. Mm, that's good. Anyone else? The word temptation came to my mind too. And it reminded me of, I don't remember if it was the last episode or the one before when we were talking about like how when we got saved and we became like new and different things that we used to do before we stopped doing. And like backsliding to me would be like those things that like when I got saved and I like stopped doing, I went back to doing. Right. Like coming so far and then just going completely back to the very beginning. Right. Anyone else? So we have tragedy can do it. Pride can do it. Temptation can do it. Um, Anything else? Like just anything that would like, I guess anything that could be like a, a idol, I guess. Mm. Okay. You want to yeah. elaborate? Um, kind of like, you know, say if, you know, things like you put like in front of God, like probably like, say if you have like a, a new relationship and, you know, you kind of love this, your spouse more than, you know, you're loving God or spending time with God at the time. Mm. And, you know, it's like you're, whatever new thing you're doing is taking the place of God. Ah, got you. That's good. Yeah. Definitely. Um, And it's funny because I always feel like um, whenever I think about backsliding, I think of like (laughs) in a romantic relationship setting because I feel like that's the most common thing that I hear it in. Um, more so because it's like, oh, well, this person got it. Like, I feel like I know I heard, um, somebody was telling me a story once and they were like, yeah, this guy was like on fire for God. Um, then he met this girl and then one thing led to an next, and he just started backsliding. And then it was like well, a step back. Then it was like a full, like fall. Then it was a tumble. And now he's like in a ditch somewhere, you know? with this and it was because of this person so i feel like it's i feel like a lot of um how i've heard it um occurs in i guess you can say the arena of relationships um but it goes past that so we that's definitely something to um to consider that it's not just like in relationships it can happen in all aspects of your life um so with that um 
are there things that can make it easier to occur? Um, so I guess you could say going along the lines of the temptation um, of tragedy or death like or anything like that, do you guys think that those things are easier catalysts to um, allow that a black backslide to occur? I think temptation might be the easiest at all. <laughs> <laughs> That, that hey big head text. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of a lot of those things is you can control yourself. So he's like, you gotta know yourself. So it's like I can't talk to this person, I can't go to this place, I can't watch this, whatever, whatever. That's good. And that's gonna go into something that I wanted to talk about later is how do we create healthy boundaries so we don't fall. Um, but we'll get into that later, later. So um, but yeah, I, I like that definitely. Um, anyone else? I was just going to say, like, being around the wrong crowd of people. You know, oh, that's good. Being around people that aren't necessarily doing the things or trying to be the type of person that you're trying to be, you know, that can really just make it 10 times harder and just take you back down that road that makes it difficult to continue to grow and move forward in your relationship with God. So... That's good. And, and when you said that, that made me think of alienating. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that we talked about that in our first season about um, having to separate yourself from certain people. Um, and I feel like um, that alienation can make, it, make you easier to fall back into certain things because um, you're looking for, I guess you could say that acceptance or almost like Jamal said, that idolatry because you want those things back. Um, because you feel alone or whatever the case may be and you don't know how to process. So yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Anyone else? Um, I think uh, also you have to be careful of what media you allow mm -hmm. into mm. your brain. Because um, I know for me, I know my boundaries. I know I cannot drive and listen to Mob Deep's Quiet storm. Otherwise, I become a speed demon, and all of a sudden, I'm doing <laughs> when little Kim's verse comes on, and it's only a 35. So I know my boundaries. So there's, but I mean, that's that's just something to make fun of. But um, I I do think that certain media if you're not careful, will have an influence on how you act and react to stuff. That's good. That makes me think of pressure points. Like you better know your pressure points or your breaking points of, um, of what can when occur. Cause what, when Joy looks into quiet storm and oh, what that does that for her. Song. It's only <laughs> that song. Huh? I said it's only that song. If that happens to come on, I'm quick to turn off the radio because I Yeah, can see what that would do for her will do something completely different for me, which will do something completely different from Daryl. So definitely knowing what those like pressure points are that will get you into those situations is definitely something to be very self-aware about. And um that goes into like a lot of self-awareness stuff as to knowing um and being honest with yourself at the end of the day, because if you're not gonna be honest with yourself, you're gonna find yourself you're going to find that it's going to be easy for the enemy to just plant these little traps of temptation or of those things that are going to trigger you. Um, and now I'm thinking of Janae Aiko for some reason, or <laughs> one or the other, you know, just saying. Um, 
to trigger you to be able to know how how to, to be able to, to make that fall to make that backslide happen um which is going to be separating you from god at the end of the day like for instance i know for me when i'm on instagram and i'm scrolling through i don't personally want to see pictures of people with sexual a lot of sexual references because i'm just like okay i don't i don't even want to see this i don't even want to like think of this because then my mind's going to go wonder like nah i don't even want that like eh, cut that right there so like i mean i know that's just for me anyone else nope same i would agree with joy with the media um i noticed like for a long time in the past when i like when we would fast for church i would decide to fast like secular music mm. and the more that i did that the more I realized when I listened to certain, not everybody, but certain artists, my, how I felt was much different. Mm -hmm. um, so I have to limit, I know for sure that I have to limit certain type of, certain artists because the way that I feel or think, or even sometimes my dreams, like I'll listen to this person and I will have the craziest dream. And I was like, huh. Well, that's interesting. I want, you know, so I, I do agree with that with music a hundred percent, even like movies and like, it just makes even just like certain things. Like if you're not in a relationship and you're watching all these romance movies, obviously it's going to affect you in some type of way. You're going to be thinking of that. So I think about that a lot and just even thinking about what my daughter watches, because I feel it for myself and everybody has a different, you know, tolerance, like what affects me might not affect somebody else too so you know just knowing those things is important right when joy when joy said quiet storm i thought of <laughs> um what is it cash money which one my, my driving abilities so <laughs> when joy said quiet storm for me it's money the thing don't listen. Oh man, there's a, oh, that is a driving in your segment car. Segment that we should have had. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. You gotta, you gotta know yourself and be honest. And right. And I, and I, and I definitely under, yeah. I think media. I, I, I want to say some. I, I had heard um, one time, um, someone was saying that they had to protect their ear gates and eye, and, um, eye gates because that's the way you intake the world. And I completely agree with you, Amber, because that's exactly what came to mind when you said that, because if we're not doing that, we're in, like I said, and then on top of that, knowing yourself and knowing what your trigger points are um, and what, what those um, pressure points are, where people are, those things can like push them and then it's going to push you in a, into a whole different atmosphere. Because like I said, once I hear that song, I'm like, mm, trying to, I don't know if y'all seen this, uh, that one uh jasmine love she has that like um skit about um when she hears the beat like you could be like completely cool and then when you hear cash money the nine nine <laughs> all of a sudden <laughs> that's it <laughs> so definitely Game over it, you know you just not all it's it's just I don't know, but my my parents used to do that for me with the uh, media. What <laughs> like, you said? watching this? I said my parents used to do that for me with the media because they they had a little little list for us when growing up, or for the stuff we weren't allowed to watch. So 
anything mm. too mystical or too much too too much too Ooh. much violence or whatever. Ooh. Mystical, like like as your magic. I know what you meant, but I'm like, I'm just thinking about one video that I know. I was like, oh, Jesus! I was way too young for that at the time. Watch the Simpsons. Watch yourself. Between yeah, that and all, let me watch it. Was it BT Uncut? BT Uncut, check. Oh yeah, I remember that. You went right to it. <laughs> that had no. The funny work. about the funny thing about that channel was, or the show was like how many low budget music videos was on there. Yeah, very low For budget. A lot. You couldn't even afford a blur. But first of all, <laughs> what was kids even doing up at that time? Like that used to be coming on at like three a.m. Girl, I'm just Those saying. The same kids that were trying to watch the Spice Channel in between the little blurry snow. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Looking like salt and pepper. <laughs> Let's not act like we don't know our generation. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dark all of a sudden. Jeez. Curiosity killed the cat, Chad. It mm. did. Mm. And, I, and you know what? That's another. That's a, I feel like that's another pressure point is curiosity. Mm. Um, sometimes people, um, curiosity and um, uh, what's it call it? Um, taking risks seeing if you want like how much you you think you can take before you crack or um seeing how much you can take before you you actually do fall and then unfortunately when people do those kinds of things it's like well you did it and then next thing you know it's the title of what we're where we're at at um for this episode is how did i get here and it's like it becomes like a snowball effect and you're just like, well, wait, how did I get here? Because I thought I was doing X, Y, and Z, but never realizing, like, you want to be a risk taker? Sure, go go right on ahead. We, we, you will see very quickly how far you're going to go or what's going to happen. So, I mean, it, it's a very interesting thing that ends up happening. Um, anyone else has anything to add to this? No? Okay. Um, so now, um, I was, as I was researching this, um, I had listened to a particular pastor, um, and he answered the question, does it take us completely away from God? Does it, do you guys think that, or he asked, he posed that question. And I, I thought it was an interesting really question. Think that you are taken completely away from him. I think it's more like you turned your back on him, but he's still in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. And until you acknowledge that that part that's back there in your head, it's not until then that you're able to turn back to him. Mm-hmm. I think it's your decision. You know, if you want to. Uh, pick yourself back up, go get accountability, you know, talk to those in the church, your pastor, and, you know, be able to talk about what happened and move on and accept maybe you took a couple steps back, but that's okay. You'll reach the forward again. Um, it's your decision. I mean, if, if you want to let that, you know, if you feel a certain way and you let that hold you back for a while, you know, it's, it's up to you what happens next. Mm, that's good. Anyone else? I would, Miriam, I think it's kind of like up to you. 
But I think sometimes we could be um, maybe like prideful or embarrassed and we don't know how to get back. So we end up like just drawing like further and further away because now, like I said before, like you like, well, do I even pray? Like, do I talk to God? Like, Mm. do I repent? Like, you know, like how, like how do I get back? But then I also think Mary made a good point too. Like sometimes you need like an accountability, like accountability partner. Like maybe you need like a close like girlfriend to be like, yo, like, okay, so boom, real talk. This is what happened. Like what, you know, like you need somebody you could trust and to help you kind of get back like onto track with God. Like, okay, let's slowly get you there. Right. Because that happens, people backslide and stuff happens and they're way too embarrassed to talk to others, even their closest friends who are Christian and they just stay there for a very, very long time until they realize that, um, well, I would hope that whoever's was there for them before will be there for them now. Right. I also feel like, um, just adding along to that, I feel like people are um, end up being hard on themselves when they do realize um that they have backslidden because now they think not only are they embarrassed um about the what happened or where they are spiritually they also feel like they're going to be judged um Mm -hmm. they feel like they're worthless they feel like they're disappointed in themselves and then ultimately they think that god is disappointed in them they think that god is upset with them um they think that there's no way back there's no way that the lord is going to take them back or anything like that um, and unfortunately, that's the way that the, uh, the enemy works. He wants to keep you separated, and that's his main job is to keep you separated. So um, it ends up being that people who were hard on themselves end up being harder on themselves, especially in their mistakes and in their, um, in their backslide. And that, that's, um, that's a whole lie, um, and that's what we have to understand at the end of the day. So um, anyone else? You also have to take a look at, you know, the ultimate backslider in the Bible, the prodigal son, mm. he, he lost his what he lost his inheritance, yep. he lost his way completely. It wasn't until he was eating the food from trying to steal food from pigs that he was like, what am I doing here? Yep. <laughs> Which is the question that we're asking, what am I doing here? And how yep. did I get here? And I have my father in my house way back where I'm just going to go there and see if I can work with my father. And then his father ended up being like, no, you're my son. This is your place beside me. So right. I, I think, um, and I'm not even sure. It's, I know I'm probably going to say something controversial, but I don't even necessarily think that you need an accountability partner sometimes because of that story. Sometimes it's you're, you have to hold yourself accountable. Well, I think that she said it um, both ways. So so it was having the accountability, um, but it also makes it easier to sometimes have an accountability partner. um, Because, But if you're not necessarily truthful with yourself, you're not going to be truthful with that person. Right. And and then that's where I guess you can say the, the, depending on the situation, it's different for everybody. So some people will come to that self-realization um, because like you said, you can't really, um, you, you can't, I feel like you, I get what you're saying. You can't expect, I guess, someone to be, go to somebody else if they're not even going to be honest with themselves mm-hmm. at the end of the day. 
Um, but no, I, I actually, I agree with you with that. Um, because until you realize it, then it, you're, you're not going to be able telling to. you what to do. And you're going right. to be like, oh, I got this. I got this. <laughs> right. Anyone else? Um, I was just thinking even about Joy's um, uh, story that she um, referenced. I was thinking like <laughs> back to our, um, our definition of backsliding. I feel like if we like, I feel like you're going to make mistakes in your walk. It's not like if you make any mistake, you're backsliding to me. That's right. how I'm you know, interpreting it. Um, I feel like it's something that's continuous and you know, like, I'm just not going to follow what I'm supposed to be doing rather than, you know, I'm walking through this journey and my journey is not always going to be perfect. I'm trying to do the best I can. There's going to be temptations and there's going to be this. I'm always going to be shooting for my best, but um, I feel like there's a variation between that and somebody who's definitely um, out of here, like the prodigal son, like I'm, I'm going to do my own thing and I'm gone type of thing. Right. So that's, you know, that's just what came to mind when Joy was talking about that, um, the story. And if I'm not mistaken in that story, um, he went to, um, he was brought there, but with, wasn't he with somebody and somebody brought him there? Am I thinking of another story? Um, I feel like no, I, he left on his own. He asked, he asked for his inheritance. Yeah, he left. Right, but like, didn't oh, he no. meet some people? Or he I went to a, like a town went. that was known to be like... Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, that, like okay. so he went something. to a town that, that was known to like, I guess yeah. you could say, be like the slum of slums kind of thing. Um, and it wasn't until Joy, like Joy said, that moment that he realized like who he was at the end of the day, which was at the end of the day, really royalty. Like you shouldn't be... Mm -hmm eating with pigs or any of that kind of stuff um and it kind of brings a it kind of brings like a wrap around to the last two questions of how do we get out of it and how do we create boundaries not to flow um to fall again um and i feel like we answered um part of it which was um self uh, like self-accountability really at the end of the day i think that's the biggest thing in the in the entire realm of it um and then I want I would to add to that is like not only that but um, like Amber was saying is that you're not going to be perfect on this on this journey. Like nobody said it was going to be easy. Nobody said that they gave you um, a manual of how to make this easy street. The road's not going to look perfectly crystal clear like the yellow brick road because even on the yellow brick road there was tons of pit stops. Um, that challenge. <laughs> But um, yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna find those things, um, and it, it's not gonna be easy. Um, we all fall, we all backslide at some point in time. Um, some more detrimental than others, and it's not to say that. So to answer, I guess you could say that pastor's question. His his answer was that um, there's nothing that will ever 
separate you from the love of God. He met you in the beginning of it all, sometimes in those dark, disgusting places um, is where he came to you at. Um, so it, he would never be able, nothing will ever be able to be that detrimental that it would separate you from the love of God um, at the end of the day. Um, anyone else? You got to know your triggers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to know them. And, 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 be, and like you said, be honest with yourself. Don't be like, mm, yeah, I'm going to answer this big head text, but I'm going I'm to handle him a different way. <laughs> no, <laughs> sis. No. That's your first mistake. Your <laughs> <laughs> that was, exactly. That is your first mistake, sir. Ma'am. <laughs> sir or ma'am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how do we create these boundaries, guys? That reminds me of something I went through a few years ago. I had to, I went on a trip for school. I was a um, study abroad program, and nobody on the trip was Christian. And I really had to do a big sit down with myself and God, and just be like, "All right, so I'm not gonna have church. I'm not gonna have really anyone there. It's a it's a big place. I'm gonna have a billion roommates." Like, it's going to be, it's, I'm basically going to be alone in this, but, you know, with God, God with me, but, you know, the only Christian. And I had to really sit there and just kind of say, like, okay, so what are some things that may go on around me with some ways that I could protect myself from it? And I feel like when I had that sit down a couple times with myself before the trip, it really helped me when I was on the trip. And maybe some things happened around me that, I didn't really like or was a little like, you know, they, I could have been asked or pushed to do things I don't like. I thought about it before, so I was able to have a plan to step back. Mm. And, you know, even when I was there, I had to reevaluate because I didn't, it was a different country, so I didn't know what, what I was going to face um, altogether. But just basically sitting down, being honest with myself, being honest with God, and being able to just know what I could, what I could do and let him help me guide, like, help me guide what I could do was really helpful. I think that um, it's funny because as you were saying that, it made me think of um, our conversation with Jen. What are they? Jen Gen Z. I was going to say Gen X again. (laughs) Jennifer who? I was thinking Jennifer too. Me too. I'm like, I'm going to so with them and um and when Gabby had said that um not she didn't want to be put into situ or know what situations her, she would partake in and would not partake in and we were all super surprised at that because we're like well what what y'all doing that you got to sit here and think about that as a teenager but then like that being like recalling that now I'm just like well that's interesting because it's awesome for her to do that now mm-hmm. in her teenage years so it helps her in her adult life because we're we do it as as well so i just find it funny because i thought about that and i'm, I'm like we were so surprised at this girl telling us this <laughs> and we literally go through it every day and you know i just thank god for that because not a lot of kids think that way mm-hmm. um, and it has a lot to do with maturity Um, And I feel like for us being um, Christians and being spiritually mature, 
um, we have to have those conversations with ourselves because if you're not going to be, like you said, uh, or to reiterate um, from before, um, if we're not going to be real with ourselves, we can't is expect um, to be real with anyone else. And then at the end of the day, how are you not going to be real with God? God knows everything. Like, mm-hmm. why would you lie to yourself to lie? Like, you're not fooling God. You can't fool God. Like, it, it just cannot happen. So, I don't know. Anyone else? Or on how to create the boundaries or how do we get out of backsliding? I think uh, just knowing think your, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, knowing, you uh, knowing your strengths and your weaknesses, like sometimes, sometimes, you know, it's like, sometimes you see someone and they get into a situation and I'm like, why would they put themselves or go around these people when they, like, you could clearly see what they, what, what happened, but for some reason they don't. So recognizing that within yourself is, is super important. That's good. And then, you know, like what we were saying before, like uh, being honest with yourself, because like, sometimes we, you think you can handle certain things, but deep down, you know, you, you know, you know, you can't. Mm-hmm. Jamal? Definitely. Um, you know, just basically the same thing he was saying, like, you know, just, you know, just setting your steps, you know, being aware of like what might come next or uh know what you might see next uh you know just being careful with your eyes and your ears just basically um yeah just basically doing that one thing i used to uh like have trouble with was i used to like trick myself like i thought i was like what you said getting over on god like thought god wasn't gonna know what i was doing and I thought, <laughs> Uh, like I could trick them, like say, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to go there and do this and do that. And then next thing you know, sorry, God, I didn't know that was going to happen. They're trying to trick God. So I did. <laughs> that worked out for you. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's sitting there just looking at you like, mm-hmm. <laughs> all I know. Three minutes ago, this is going to happen. <laughs> that reminded me of that story with the, the husband and the wife with the money. Are we gonna take this little bunny, give that to them, and hold this for ourselves? Oh, <laughs> I just thought they was gonna get over on it. <laughs> <laughs> both end up dying. <laughs> you're alive, Jamal, though, so you're good. <laughs> so, how yeah, do we get out of it, guys? Besides oh. being, I guess you could say, honest with us, I think uh, Leah had said praying. I think you definitely pray. Um, just be, of course, like we said, be honest with God. But sometimes, like, fasting from people is important, too. You got to let some people go. Mm. And sometimes you got to, you know, detox your contact list. You got you to gotta let some mm. things go. You can't keep going back to what you're used to. So, I mean, if you're going to be honest with yourself, you might as well just re-examine the whole situation and just take yourself away from some things that, you know, are tempting you. That's good. All right, come on, Leah. (laughs) Miss Nunu Christian, you got anything to weigh in on this whole whole situation? Uh, No, I I definitely agree with um, 
everything that you guys were saying, joy with knowing your triggers, um, what you said about setting healthy boundaries, um, and then detoxing. Detoxing is different than blocking. Um, people in your contact list, though for me it may sometimes be the exact same thing. Um, but I, I definitely agree. On my journey as a new new Christian, I've definitely had to do all of those things. Um, and I have definitely caught myself in a backsliding state, I guess you could say. Um, which I, th I think is also important that we define what that is exactly, because I was definitely under the impression that it was just like everyday sin, like, you know. Um. I feel like it's one of the, like we said, I think we said earlier, it's just stuff that's going to take you away from God, like, and not so much in a sense that it's like taking you away from God, like for five minutes or anything like that. It's something that I feel like takes you away from God, like repeatedly. So instead of like, for instance, um, we were talking about in the, what is Christianity about being washed new, be, being a new being in Christ and walking this journey. Um, backsliding would be kind of reversing everything that we were doing that was happening um, and reverting back to old ways. So like, like I said, I feel like a lot of it um, in my um, experience, I guess you could say of seeing it was within a relationship. Like if you know, homeboy is wanting to have sex and you're celibate, that's easy something um, and celibate meaning you've done it before, but then you're going to say, you know what, I'm gonna wait till, um, till marriage because I'm a new, I'm a, you know, I'm a brand new being in God, this is Saturday third. Um, and then homeboy comes back and then you put yourself in a situation where you're in a room now, instead of separate beds, you got one bed. First of all, sis, why are you, why are you in the room <laughs> at night? Knowing what you know about this man, what do you think is going to happen? He's not, I, I don't believe in that it's going to suddenly, he's going to have a come to Jesus moment about it. Um, so it, it's, it's those situations where like you put yourself with this person, they might think, yeah, cool. I know she's on this new spoiled journey, but is she, is he really going to honor that at the end of the day? Cause if he's going to honor that, he wouldn't put you in the situation that you're in right then. Right. And then something happens. And then it happens again and again and again. And now you found you find yourself in this repeated cycle of sin that you're kind of going to God and kind of praying, trying to pray through it, or you're trying to repent, keep doing that. So it's really not truly repentance. Um, so yeah, it's one, it's that's that's what I think of when I think of backsliding in that in that sense. So that that makes sense. Yeah, it's more a uh, active type of thing. Yeah, like it's like a continuous active, active thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're purposely saying this ain't for me right now. So <laughs> I'm a cut, Lord. I'm gonna check with you later. Check later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, call let me. me. I'll let, call me you. let me. Let me check this point right quick. When you take this. <laughs> One thing I will say too, like uh, being saved now, and and before I was saved, when I would. I guess you can't even call it a backsliding state because I wasn't um, born again. But um, I'm one of those people that's really hard on myself. So I would find myself in a state where I couldn't even pray for days because mm -hmm. I was so ashamed of what had occurred. Um, whereas now I'm not doing those same things, but 
I do have moments where I, you know, make mistakes. I'm able to pray about it. I'm able to just be honest. I'm able to talk to God and really um, release the shame or the pain that I feel instead of running from him. Mm, that's and good. That's, that's major. That, that, that's, that really hit me because I'm, I'm the same exact way with that. Like, oh, like sometimes... Terrible. I feel like when you mess up, it's like, well, I'm just, I'm wasting God's time at this point. Cause I'm just uh-huh. gonna like, that's, that's what it feels like. And then you have to like, you really have to make, you know, going to God a habit for yourself. Cause next thing you know, it'd be six months before you prayed. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with that. And I just want to add to that is that it's, it's interesting that you both are, um, do that is because you know what? Um, I feel like a lot of us have those situations where, um, there's a blessing about to happen. And then all of a sudden you get shot by like a whole bunch of Nerf darts out of nowhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're just sitting there like, I, like, Lord, like what is going on? And for somebody that is a new, a newer Christian on that journey, you misinterpret that for like, oh my God, this is not supposed to happen or whatever the case may be. When really and truly, in order for us to go to glory to glory, that is, that is something that the devil is trying to not have happen. So he's trying to block that blessing by any means necessary. The devil has no rules, no bounds. He don't give a sugar honey iced tea at all about what, what is it going to do for you? Because his main concern is trying to separate you from God and he's going to do that by any means necessary. And people can misinterpret that, um, that whatever that, whatever it is, um, that extra pressure at that point in time, um, as I guess you could say, you, you end up being hard on yourself, um, with missing the point that it's actually a blessing that's about to come and it's going to be a huge blessing because of, I guess you could say, the amount of pressure that you personally feel. Um, that's going to get us from one glory to another glory. Um, so I just wanted to add that because I, I felt that heavy on my spirit. So I was like, yes, this is good. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you got to pass those little tests, you know. When you get that little text, don't even text back. Or, mm-hmm. hey, you want to go over here? It's like, I-, I can't make it today. So. Right. Those, like, those homie, little it's- things make you stronger and stronger. Yep. And, it, and it's something that's continuous. Like you have to constantly, constantly, constantly be filtering as much as you possibly can to keep yourself on this, the spiritual journey that you are. Um, and I feel like as you're filtering as much as you possibly can, you're being honest with yourself. You're talking to God. You're being completely honest with God um, and recognizing that he knows everything. He's an all-knowing God. He is omnipresent at all times. Um, knowing all of that, it's going to be easier to filter through so much and it's going to be easier to say no and just be like, "Uh, nah, it's not for me. Like, "Uh, I'll pass on that party. I know what's going to happen. I've been there, done that. I'm good. I mean, sometimes we have that itch, but (laughs) you could throw a whole party in your room. I do all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my mirror just be a dancing pack. <laughs> with the mirror or like in front of the mirror? Oh. <laughs> well, it used to be with the mirror when I had a small one, but now the one I got now to be. You know, the college mirror for $5. Mm-hmm. Just be twirling with the mirror. Okay. Yeah. 
that's a new one for me. I'm like, wait, what? Dance? How do you, what? Why would you dance with a mirror? <laughs> Even to the turn up swing. And uh, it's, it's a relief of stress to me. I love to dance. Dancing is awesome. It is. So guys, with that, do we have any final thoughts about tonight? Well, I was scrolling on Instagram and this all of a sudden jumped up. I'm like, yes, this is it. Praise so, God. It said, Sunday's tip, hang out with people who fit your future, not your past. Mm. Mm. Had to share mm. my story. I was like, we are talking about this. Yeah. The people yes. around, even if you don't realize it, the people you're around really push you to be motivated or to not or do the opposite absolutely and i think that if you are around the people and have influences who are pushing you forward or doing things in a forward motion then you're gonna be doing that too if you're Mm -hmm. around people who are not and are trying to just live it up and i don't know then that's what you're gonna go down that road so knowing those boundaries, like we said, and just moving forward and keeping those people who are holding themselves accountable also in your corner. And you know, it's funny you said that because I literally heard a sermon today and it completely wrecked me. Um, long story short, he used the, um, the story in the Bible about when the four men were dropping the, their friend that was sick down to Jesus and they went up on the roof and all that other good stuff. He said, in this season, I'm going to need you to get some breakthrough friends. And those friends that are going to do anything by any means necessary to get you to your destiny, to get you to your future, that is going to speak life over you, that's going to do anything, even if it takes going into where Jesus is and legitimately digging at the roof to bring him to your feet what or whether whether it's in prayer or whether it's physically they make those things happen for you get you some breakthrough friends so it's funny you said that because i was like oh this is a good sermon today lord so yes get you get you get you some people that you're gonna be that's gonna make your future happen and it's you going know what i always happen. thought about with that story the person that owned the house <laughs> <laughs> I thought they was tight. Surely mad. All of a sudden, I see my roof coming apart. Insurance like, probably wasn't invented yet. They right. back when they were done. When they were done, they go back my up. My shirt is covering roof. Like, they just hop off of the roof, like, when their, their friend was healed, and they were like, I'm out. <laughs> like, I don't know the ending of that story. All we know is what happened, and that's it. It was like... <laughs> Ending credits. That's it. Like, hey, wait, sir, I see you can walk now. I need you to go walk know. to get me some materials. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, he would say that's going. Yep. So get you some breakthrough friends, people that are gonna literally interrupt God or interrupt whatever is going on to pray for you, to get you to where you need to go through. That's gonna be behind you in your destiny. So it was good though. But yeah, I'm. I'm sure that person was not happy, but mm-hmm. we'll never know. These are just questions that we got to sit down with Jesus when we get there and ask him. Like, oh, I got a whole list of questions. See? <laughs> First one I'm gunning for is, is Eve. <laughs> she was like, where is she? 
<laughs> I need to talk to her. She's she probably got a line. She got a line right now. You probably do. <laughs> and Adam too. Because mm-hmm, Adam blamed her right away. <laughs> he he it. it was a woman. <laughs> he was like, it was Eve. He started it. Yeah, there's gonna be a whole writer out there. Just wait. Like, well, the snake. Without generation, because you know we don't know how to act. No, we don't. We want some nuts. We surely don't. We surely don't. Just trying to figure out what that, what that line up, that line of heaven gonna be like. Because I. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> God gonna be like enough. He's like, okay. <laughs> he gonna be. He just gonna be sitting there like, what? What do we do with this gender? What? Where did we go wrong? Why are we giving them the answer? I should have sent you back earlier, Jesus. <laughs> like you waited too long for this. <laughs> uh, any other final notes? No. I feel like even though it, I, I don't know, I just felt like this episode was going to be shorter than this, but it definitely is not. <laughs> just like, is it, is it ever? I don't even you know, keep we, we cover so much. I love it. I know, but it didn't feel like that long of a conversation. And I'm just looking at the time and I'm like, oh, okay. So anything else, guys? No? Well, we have a few more episodes left not too many and then our season comes to an end for the summer um so yeah guys we're we're gonna say goodbye to his perceptions this this is their last episode Ooh. Well, well, season, for guys. Years again. <laughs> but we'll see them next season it's all good you feel me they'll be still on our our instagram popping up every now and then well we have a lot of pictures y'all so it's gonna be a lot <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, guys. So, other than that, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Anything else, guys? Tis it. Maybe we'll get a song out of Noel. Enjoy a little duet. Who knows? After this. Yes. We'll reenact the verses. <laughs> Maybe they'll reenact it. Who knows? I'm just saying. <laughs> all right, guys. So, we'll see you guys on the vlogs and um, we'll see you guys on our um, on our Instagram page. We love you guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Go to the website and shoot us an email at info at misperceptionspod.com. We want to hear your feedback, your prayer requests, and your questions. Keep it funky. For all marketing opportunities and interest in sponsorship, you can contact us at our email as well. You can also keep the conversation going by following us on Facebook or Instagram at misperceptionspod. M-I-S-S-P-E-R-C-E-P-T-I-O-N-S-P-O-D and on Twitter at MP6-P-O-D.